Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew chapter 2. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, you are great. You deserve our worship. You deserve us to obey you. We pray that we will realize that as we study your word that we will realize the position of Jesus, how high and mighty he is, and give you the glory you deserve. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Matthew, chapter 2. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star at its rising, and have come to worship him. And when King Herod heard it, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And after calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired from them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written in the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you will go out a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly summoned the wise men and determined precisely from them the time when the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go, inquire carefully concerning the child, and when you have found him, report to me, so that I also may come and worship him. After they listened to the king, they went out, and behold, the star which they had seen at its rising led them until it came and stood above the place where the child was. Now when they saw the star, they rejoiced with very great joy. And when they came into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And opening their treasure boxes, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back to their own country by another route. Now after they had gone away, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt, and stay there until I tell you. For Herod is about to seek the child to destroy him. So he got up and took the child and his mother during the night and went away to Egypt. And he was there until the death of Herod, in order that what was said by the Lord through the prophet would be fulfilled, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been deceived by the wise men, became very angry, And he sent soldiers and executed all the children in Bethlehem and in all the region around it from the age of two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined precisely from the wise men. Then what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and she did not want to be comforted, because they exist no longer." Now after Herod had died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the life of the child are dead. So he got up and took the child and his mother, and entered the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he took refuge in the regions of Galilee. And he came and lived in a town called Nazareth, in order that what was said by the prophets would be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. 
reading here starts after the birth. So when we try to harmonize this with Luke, we have to realize that Luke tells us a lot of details about the birth. This is what happened after the birth. In fact, when we look at the time frame, the two years when Herod killed the babies, this could be a year, or year and a half perhaps, after Jesus was born that these things took place. Herod was the reigning king. He was Herod the Great, and he had authority from Rome to rule in this area. He was very wicked, uh, very ruthless, uh, would kill anybody who came between him and power, and that included his own family. So killing babies was no problem for him. These wise men, we don't know how many there were, where they came from. Uh, it does not appear that they were kings, but probably courtiers, um, so people who were in the upper class. They would have been maybe court wise men from the area of Persia, somewhere like that, but we don't know. The way it's told, it appears that these are not Jews, but they are interested in the king of the Jews. We don't know if they had some of the Old Testament that helped them understand some things or what brought them when they just saw something in the heavens, but they saw a star and they came. Perhaps God gave them some additional revelation that we aren't told about. The wise men come to the natural place, Jerusalem, the capital, and they come to Herod, the current king, thinking he should know if the new king has been born. Well, he doesn't, and it says he's troubled. He doesn't want any rival claimant to his throne, and all Jerusalem with him. That's kind of a, an amusing statement to, when you think about it. Yes, uh, if the king is upset, everybody's upset. So Herod is very savvy in this situation, calling in the Jews secretly to give him the information of where the birth would be, and then calling the wise men and telling them he wants to worship this king, so could they just find the baby and let him know? Then we see that God gives them direction to find the baby with the star appearing again. The wise men have the attitude of great joy and worship before this new king, this baby Jesus. I think Matthew is trying to show a comparison here of how Herod feels about Jesus and the Jewish leaders with him, and how these non-Jews who traveled a long distance, how they feel about Jesus. So after giving the gifts, they return to their land, and God gives Joseph another dream to go to Egypt. We have this quote, out of Egypt I called my son. Specifically, this quote is uh, from Hosea, but the whole idea is saying Jesus represents Israel here. So Jesus is acting out what the people of Israel went through. And indeed, the killing of all the babies reminds us of what Pharaoh did to all the babies in Egypt. So Jesus acts out what Israel went through but unlike Israel, Jesus will conquer and not sin. And then we have this weeping prophecy from Jeremiah about the killing of the babies. Again, the idea is that 
this is a reliving of what has happened in the history, but now it's pointing to Jesus. The thing I notice about Joseph in all of this is every time God tells him to do something, he does it immediately, that very night, or as soon as he wakes up, he's always doing what God tells him to do immediately. And now for a deeper dive. This final word from the chapter, he will be called a Nazarene. The problem is we don't have one particular prophecy to point to, to say this is what Matthew is trying to quote from. And in fact, Matthew doesn't say written through the prophet, he just says through the prophets. So he's saying this is in general what the prophet said. Well, the prophets never said Jesus would specifically be a Nazarene. So what does this mean? Some people have suggested, well, there's some sort of a play on words here with the word branch in Hebrew and the word Nazarene being closely related. Probably more likely what Matthew is talking about is how the people of his day felt about Nazareth and the people of Nazareth. If you look in John chapter 1 verse 46, and Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. So Nathanael, when he hears Nazareth, he immediately thinks, nothing good. So if we understand their feeling toward Nazareth at this time, then when we look at Isaiah 53, verse 2, it says, For he went up like a shoot before him, and like a root from dry ground. He had no form and no majesty that we should see him, and no appearance that we should take pleasure in him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering and acquainted with sickness. And like one from whom others hide their faces, he was despised, and we did not hold him in high regard. So perhaps that is what Matthew was thinking about when he says he will be called a Nazarene. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.